Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good morning, this is Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner. I'm a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist in New York City, and I'm bringing to you all things health-related for women. Thank you for joining me at the corner today. Uh, just, uh, what do they call it, uh, housekeeping. Uh, this is the Facebook I'm doing right now, and uh, please check out the YouTube channel. It's also called GYN Corner. The podcasts are also called GYN Corner and we're on all of the potential possible platforms available for uh, podcast so and also if you enjoy the content that i've been presenting please hit the like button the subscribe button and the follow buttons and the notification button so that you can find out when these presentations are coming out so thanks again for joining me at gyn corner and today I thought I would speak about abnormal bleeding after the COVID vaccines because uh, I have had, well actually yesterday I had three patients in one day come in with abnormal bleeding after the COVID vaccine. So I figured uh, this is an apropos uh, topic to discuss and uh, last week I had about five or six patients come in with abnormal bleeding and quite worried and concerned. So. Um, I thought I would speak on that. Now, as we all know, I guess I shouldn't assume, but as I assume most people know, the COVID vaccine is a novel vaccine, which means it's a new vaccine we've never had available in um, the world before because it's a, a messenger RNA, so it's an mRNA vaccine. It basically gets your body to produce the uh, protein that uh, will allow it to recognize the COVID and or the coronavirus for COVID in, um, in infection. So it gets your body to produce the infectious elements and then it gets your body to fight those infectious elements. So it acts like a tiny autoimmune disorder. And since it's new, it's never been tested before. We don't have data to predict what groups of people will have certain types of potential problems, who's at the most risk for problems. We don't have data to tell us what's gonna happen when menstruating women or non-menstruating women or older, younger, doesn't matter, health status, what's going to happen to them when they get the vaccine. So uh, this is an emerging, um, I, sh I should say, an emerging side effect from the vaccine. So there isn't any data. Just scientifically, my presumption, what I've been telling the patients, I've been prefacing it with that information. No one knows the real story. This is just a presumption. It's an educated presumption, obviously, because I'm a gynecologist, uh, physician. So my assumption is because it creates, uh, it has a lot of computer generated different types of proteins, which are trying to get your body to produce proteins that look like the coronavirus. So my presumption is that because it creates a tiny autoimmune disorder, that there's also some features of that protein that are attacking the lining of the uterus. We call that lining the endometrium, and that's where the blood builds up every month for a menstrual cycle. So my medical assumption is that because it's creating it's making your body create proteins and then it's making your body attack those proteins so that it's primed, your immune system is primed against the coronavirus, that there are different certain proteins that are also similar in appearance in the lining of the uterus. So for a lot of women, 
their body is also attacking the proteins in the lining of the uterus and that's why it's causing abnormal bleeding so the the interesting part is a lot of women who are on birth control pills now if you're on a birth control pill it's just science you're taking a medication it's making the uterus build up a certain amount of blood according to the hormonal strength of that pill and then based on which level of the pill you're on at a specific time you're going to shed that lining so it doesn't matter what your environmental factors are when you're on a birth control pill it should not be affected by those factors so good stress bad stress change in activities change in diet that should be immune when your cycle should be immune to those factors when you're on a birth control pill provided you're taking the pill correctly you're taking it every day at the same one hour time frame provided that there aren't any uh, factors which are um, interfering with the intestinal absorption of the pill they're not interfering with the liver metabolism of the pill so provided everything is normal outside of good stress, bad stress, change in activities, change in diet, yada, yada, how you are on the pill is how you are on the pill. The interesting fact is that with this vaccine, a lot of women who are on the birth control pill are having abnormal bleeding. And when I say abnormal bleeding, they're reporting to me that their cycles, say they're on a pill and they usually get two to three day cycles. They're getting seven to nine day cycles really super heavy uh, one of the ladies yesterday said she um, filled a pad and a tampon in one hour and that's why she came in she was scared because she's just just a floodgates were open and they're often lasting seven to nine days i've had a handful of patients who have told me that it's been two months since their vaccine and they've had two cycles that were abnormal so a couple of patients told me they didn't have a problem with the first shot. They started seeing the problem after their second shot. So after the first shot, they had a cycle, that cycle was fine. After the second shot, they had a cycle, that cycle was crazy. And a few who told me they had a problem after the original shot, after the first shot. So obviously, in my mind, that's a reflection of um, their body mounting the response to the mRNA so the mRNA is telling the body to produce proteins to attack what it has made the body conjure up so for some people they're not going to develop a lot of proteins or their body's not going to recognize those proteins so quickly after the first shot so that's why their symptoms are mild but after the second shot their symptoms are enhanced so that makes a lot of sense. So what I've been telling women is that um, in other aspects, when it comes to just irregular bleeding, skipped cycles, cycles too heavy, too short, too light, um, whenever there's a dysfunction of the menstrual cycle, medically, we always give it three months. So we make sure that you're not pregnant. We make sure that there isn't an infection that's causing the bleeding. And then if those two scenarios are fine, then we give you three months to naturally resolve that problem. So what I've been telling patients, we've done pregnancy tests and we send the urine for cultures, chlamydia, gonorrhea, and um, cystitis or bladder infection. As long as those are fine to give it three cycles to see how they do three cycles after the second shot, 
And then if by the fourth cycle, it's still abnormal, then to please return so that we can evaluate just to make sure that we're not missing something that maybe just coincidentally that person got the shot and they weren't, uh, maybe the maybe they did or didn't have the abnormal bleeding from the vaccine, but then it persisted because they had an underlying medical condition that developed or uh, um, any kind of microscopic tissue changes. So I've been telling my patients that if they're still having the abnormal bleeding by the fourth cycle, we know they're not pregnant, we know they don't have an infection, then the please return will do further evaluation with um, checking their hormones to see if there's an underlying medical condition, doing an ultrasound or a sonogram to see if there's anything physically that we can see at the naked eye, and then uh, continuing after that. So I hope that's been helpful information if you've experienced abnormal bleeding after getting the COVID vaccine. And um, if uh, you have any questions on this that I can answer, please <laughs> put a question. Uh, for me on the Facebook and the YouTube. I actually don't see questions on the podcast, so I don't actually know if you can post questions there or not, but check out the YouTube. The YouTube's really cool because everything is itemized and it's I have playlist on the YouTube, so you can just check out the playlist and or you can just go to the content for a specific title, just put in the search bar for a title. So it's very, very helpful. And as you may be aware, I've been doing these presentations for two years now, since 20, early, I think it was March, March or April of 2019, maybe even 2018. Am I going crazy? Let me see. Um, nope, since April 10th of 2019. So thank you for joining me at GYN Corner. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner all things health related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.